0: So when we look at the content that we want to deliver is how do we help accountants um, or empower them to provide more value, to support their business customers more, um, and and also show their customers that their accountant is um, really a trusted advisor and someone they can turn to. You are listening to Next Up Nation, where leaders and influencers dish their secrets to inform, inspire, and entertain serious podcasters with host Tiffany Youngren.
1: Get ready to hear at least one way to attract more loyal listeners and profit from your podcast. Remember, though, none of what we say can help you if you don't take action. So let's make it easy. If you're new to the show, go to nextupnation.com slash listener for show notes and a free podcast budget worksheet. For our loyal listeners who want to stop dabbling and start dominating, visit nextstepnation.com slash get started to learn more about how we can help you hit your targets in the next 100 days. Now here's the show. Hey there, I'm Tiffany Younggren, owner of OMH Agency and founder of the podcast Ignition System. Welcome to Next Up Nation, a weekly show that features industry influencers who share their successes and challenges to inspire, inform, and entertain serious podcasters. Thank you so much for listening. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Leanne Scott. She's digitalization strategist for Fresh Cut Digital and host of the Up and Coming Helping Accountants Grow podcast. She loves to take traditional business models and reimagine how they could work better. How can they enable a business to help more people? She's originally from South Africa and she's lived in the UK and the US, but finally settled in the beautiful Lake District in the UK. Leanne, welcome. Hi, Tiffany. It's wonderful to be here today. I am so glad to have you. Now, I'm just going to tell everybody, I'm Leanne is currently working her tail off um, with getting this amazing new podcast ready to launch called Helping Accountants Grow. So I've had the privilege of getting to see behind the scenes of it. So I'm really looking forward to this time uh, for what I call, you know, real podcasters, you know, real life podcasters and real stories from real podcasters. So I appreciate you coming and sharing your experiences and what you're what you're going
0: through and what you envision. It's wonderful to be here. Um yeah, we've had quite a, a busy couple of weeks, couple of months actually, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well one thing now, before we get into all that, I know beforehand, something that uh, a lot of people don't know about you is that you love public speaking and that you were the keynote speaker at the World Youth, Cong- uh, world Youth Congress in Casablanca, Morocco many years ago. Tell me about that.
0: Yes, I was. So I was, um, it was the World Youth Congress and um, I did a full presentation um, to, I think it was about a thousand young people across the world who are wanting to change the world. Um it was quite an experience um just from a from a speaker point of view to so looking at um, presentation skills and how they can present themselves and present their ideas. Um but also from a personal point of view, it was probably one of the first trips I took on my own um as an adult. And um, the the name of the conference was the World Youth Congress of Casablanca. So I assumed it was going to be in Casablanca. So I got (laughs) picked up from the airport uh, by a cab driver who'd been arranged and um, he didn't speak any English. And they put me in the car and I was all happy. And I saw all the signs for Casablanca passing. Eventually, there were no more signs for Casablanca. Oh, oh my gosh. I was so scared. Um, And... Obviously, we didn't have mobiles quite like we have now. And I was phoning my husband um, saying, I don't know where I am. (laughs) I don't know where they're taking me. He doesn't speak English. He's just driving. There's no more signs. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Eventually, I landed up in Rabat. And I'm like, I I think my adrenaline was pumping. Um, It turns out that they had, although they said Casablanca, the actual event was in Rabat. Which is about an hour outside of Casablanca. Oh my um. goodness!
1: Well, I'm glad you made it okay because I would also be terrified. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness! That um. Oh my gosh! I can't even imagine. So well, awesome. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your business, yourself, what you have going on, and how uh, podcasting has kind of branched out of what you're doing.
0: Oh, absolutely. So. Um, I, my title is a bit of a mouthful <laughs> as you saw in the beginning um and i it's difficult to kind of encompass what to call me but i think digitalization strategist just really encapsulates what i do it, because i we can build websites we can build apps we can build um case management systems but it's really about looking at traditional business models and seeing how do we improve on that, how can we create a, um, a online system that makes it easier not just for the customer, but easier for the team and the business owners who are actually trying to deliver a product or service. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've taken some interesting models, um, a traditional debt collection style business, and we've reimagined that and we've completely changed it so that it is purely online, um, and it's it's helping people at the start of their journey, as opposed to waiting until they're in crisis, which is what traditional debt connection companies do. We've also um, one of my most exciting projects, which actually goes live next week, um, is a company. It is a charity charity organization called Carers Connect. Um, And what we did is with all the lockdown um, and people being so isolated, so in-home carers or unpaid carers are feeling very isolated, even more so than maybe the rest of us. And so we built this platform, this community where they can log in and access information, but where they can also um, meet other people who are in the same situation. So instead of leaving them in the big box, bad world of facebook where they just you know that they're, they're lucky if they find the information they're after we have actually put them in their own community so they feel safe um and they have access and sign postings to the right information so that's just two exciting projects that we're working on at the moment um awesome. yeah so I, I, oh you also asked um how it led to the podcasting yeah um so I've just got so many ideas and so many thoughts. (laughs) And it's a case of um, how do we put it out into the world? You know, content marketing is such a big buzzword at the moment and it's so essential to any business. But when it actually comes down to how do you distribute ongoing content every week um, in a way that doesn't require you to sit down and write a 2,000-word blog post, which is going to take you half the week. Um, and then still come up with individual um, social media graphics. You um, still want to connect on LinkedIn with potential clients. Um, and podcasting for me was a way for us to really share some of our knowledge, some of our tips, um, ways for people to reimagine their own businesses and put a full-scale content management um, process in place that gets our word out. where it uh, as, as far as we can really
1: nice nice that's awesome so what kind of guests are you going to have on what, who who have you interviewed and like what is the content structure strategy that you are implementing
0: so um for helping accountants grow it's it's looking at how we bring bring this debt collection product to life um and accountants have a really um, tough challenge in that they they are there to do a particular function, which is um, prepare you for tax season, submit your uh, company taxes, and, and keep you compliant. But beyond that, there's so much more that they could be doing. So when we look at the content that we want to deliver, is how do we help accountants um, or empower them to? provide more value, to support their business customers more, um, and and also show their customers that their accountant is um, really a trusted advisor and someone they can turn to. So we, we've looked at kind of from both sides. In terms of guests that we're working, uh, that we would like to interview, we've had um, some uh, technical experts. So... On the digitalization side so how you can how accountants and businesses can automate and can build uh, new systems to make life easier and um, but then also we've got marketing strategists and um, marketing experts to give you know top tips on how to really use email to connect with your customers Um we can uh who else have we got we've got uh actual accountants that are really good at what they do and um, that have had successes um, and coming on and sharing those top tips with other accountants um, that will hopefully help them to improve their businesses.
1: I love it. I love it. One thing I like about what you're doing too is it when you're, as we've discussed your content, it sounds like you're doing kind of, uh, you're wanting to make sure you hit four different areas. And so, getting the topics to kind of rotate through those different areas that you really want to make sure to provide rounded, -rounded, well-rounded information for your audience. I think that that's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and too, like we talked about just right before we got on, we're transitioning here on Next Step Nation going from, you know people who have already set the path and now really getting a lot more vulnerable because just like with where you're at you're starting a podcast uh, you know there's a lot that goes into it i don't know about you but i'm on a lot of podcast group you know a lot of group in a lot of podcast groups and you know there's just a lot that goes into goes into the podcast so it's true you can just turn on your phone and start talking and then boom you've got a podcast but you're doing a lot more thoughtfully and so in that case there's all these other things that come into play from what equipment do I get and you know what what assets do I really need and and you know how can we get going in the lightest manner but yet get the most out of it because when we're putting all this effort into it we don't want it to go to waste so with that what have you found to be as you walked into it what do you think were like two or three of the most important things when you were walking into this whole starting a podcast idea what, what are two or three things that you felt like were really important you wanted to make sure you got put together before you get rolling?
0: So it was interesting. Um, I think that being a complete newbie to podcasting, um, it, it it overwhelmed me a little bit to start with in terms of the, there's a lot of setup. Um, and I think that that was really our draw card to working with you um, was that, the setup is it's so laid out so for me putting those foundations in place there's lots of things uh, little things like getting all those that artwork done the voiceovers um all your links on the big list um i would never have thought of putting all those things um in one place and that's been magic in terms of um james who is uh my business partner my husband and now my production assistant, um, he keeps going. Where's this? Go look on the big list. <laughs> I don't have yeah. a look into this. Go look on the big list. <laughs> so I think probably the big list is my is our biggest takeaway, and with every cent we've spent, mm. um, nothing else. Um, and then, may, I, I suppose the the guidance of knowing what to say. Um, I was surprised at having having been a public speaker, having just spoken about that, having been a public speaker and, and stood up in front of audiences of a thousand people and had no qualms about talking for an hour to getting onto my first few podcast interviews and being so nervous
1: <laughs>
0: about doing the interview. But I think... And, you know, just taking those deep breaths and say, and and really just going through the checklists and following the script. um, I think, you know, that the the big list for the setup and then the the scripts and checklists for the actual day of interview are definitely my two big wins.
1: Oh, good, good. So, so with that in mind, like what, um... You know, I'm trying to imagine like when you were going, I want to do a podcast. So I want to get all this content. It's a great way to make sure that we can have content that's going out that addresses exactly what our our audience needs to hear, the people we're helping. We want to be able to answer their questions. So, I mean, it sounds like a couple of the things that you knew you wanted to have to, because I mean, podcasting, you can get as deep or as shallow into it as, as you want, but you, no matter what you have to select, what your priorities are when you're entering into it, for example, you and I both, it's like intros, outros, we'll worry about that later. Right. When it comes to video, because you have to make those choices. There is no way you can start a podcast unless you have a multi-million dollar studio <laughs> without, you know, you have to make choices and you have to prioritize And it seems like, like, you're like, number one was content, you know, you wanted to have a balance of content. I feel like that's something I saw you come into it with, and you continue like that continues to be in the forefront. Was there anything else that you kind of came into it? And you went, this is super important to me. It sounds maybe like the relationships with the guests, because if you're concerned about what to talk about, it's beyond just what the audience is hearing. But it's also like that conversation with people, um, would you say that that maybe was another thing that you walked into it going this is really important to me or is there anything else maybe that that you just from the beginning were like I want to make sure I nailed this otherwise you wouldn't have invested in making sure it was set up correctly so what were a couple of the priorities to you entering yeah. into it
0: so absolutely so like i say content has definitely been my leading reason for doing it um and then getting having a reason to talk to guests i you know, reaching out that outreach um, and and bringing people on board. Obviously, we launched this new um, product, which is is new and it's innovative in the world. Um, but picking up the phone and just doing those sales calls, like Do you want wanted, you want to buy my stuff. Um, I wanted a different way of doing that, and mm-hmm. and I thought with the podcast, inviting people on onto as guests putting the content out there gives us that edge, gives us a reason for people to talk to us. Um, The other side is something that one of um, my mentors has said to me over and over again, is that you have to get visible. And if um, if nobody knows who you are, nobody knows where to send you some money um, (laughs) and hire you for your services. Um, and that's and you know when I think about that, it's been on my my to do list for probably three four years is to get more visible, get on video, um, and it's yes, you can just use your phone, but that just never felt slick enough for me. Maybe it's the perfectionist in me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and and I put the, that take the phone and I'm like, right, um, hair's done, makeup's done, put the video on. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know. I'm I'm um, with you. Yeah, and I think so for me my priority is to get the content out, meet meet interesting people who and have those conversations, have a reason to talk to people, to outreach to people, but also to get visible and I think this podcasting gives me that framework that I feel comfortable working within. Um and and so yeah, I think that the that, that, that's my real reason for starting a podcast
1: so in this process what has been easier than you thought
0: it would be oh um <laughs> that's his. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> uh what was easier than i thought it would be um maybe coming up with the content um i think once th- that that always felt like quite a block but once um, you know, I really started digging deep and researching the audience and researching what else is available and seeing what questions um, my target audience are asking. I think coming up with the topics has been easier than I expected because it, it felt quite difficult for a little while.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, that's great. And so what's been harder, just to be fair, what's been harder than you thought it would be or more of a challenge?
0: Um. I think maybe the time it's taken to get the setup right. Um, 100% I am happy that it needs to be done and that it needs to be done correctly and that there's there's lots of like elements. Um, but it's been, it, it surprised me how much time has it's needed from me while still doing all the other work. But in saying that, your checklist where I can tick off. And, you know, when I get pulled away, it's so easy to come back to and see exactly what I haven't done yet. Um, I think it wasn't for that. I probably would have said, it's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. And, you know, one thing we've talked about too beforehand is just life. Like, you know, if we were able just to sit down, have undivided, like, and I know you've had a few times like that where you've been able just to sit down and knock some stuff out but just, I don't know, but I feel like we both are kindred spirits right now because we both are like, you know, we've got other things going on besides what we normally have going on and just pushing through and um, being able to stay on track. So I think you've done such a good job of just like powering through and getting to that next check checklist and doing it. So, um, so kudos to you for sure. <laughs> so. <laughs> So what do you, um, like, I I always, it's always fascinating to me when, because you have multiple projects going too. So you have this and then you have a nonprofit, which I don't know. Did I know about that? But I knew that you also have been like, you spent a lot, you put so much time and effort into your project, helping accountants grow like the actual service that you're providing behind that as well. So um what are like do you have a couple tips for people who are cuz we all have the same thing we have life and you know hello we're in this crazy world right now so it's more distracting than ever and then two business because you know be, between pivoting and then other people pivoting and in marketing you're helping other people pivot as well as yourself and then now you're starting a podcast also Do you have like two or three tips for people that has really helped push you through being able to not just take those on, but really excel at those, even though probably you're going, what, (laughs) you know, but if you're like me, I'm like, what, but you really are, you really are excelling at it. So what are a couple of things that have really gotten you through? So you're able to accomplish it, not just plan it, but actually see it happen.
0: So, yeah. Um, yeah. Some days I think if I, I've got too much going on, but, but for me, the big thing is they've got a link. They, they, there's got to be a, a, a big picture to why I'm taking, doing certain things. Um, so we are a marketing agency, but what we do is we never take on more than um, three or four projects at a time. Um, and then it's having the teams, the, you know, whether it's virtual teams, you um, remote teams working on the different projects. Um, Skype, for me, is my must-have tool. I know lots of people like Slack and that, but for me, Skype keeps, I can, I can. the people I'm working with all tend to use Skype. Um, and being organized and, and, and that project manager, uh, as opposed to doing all the work, I think that was when you're trying to do all the actual work, the nitty-gritty of it yourself, Um, that's when the wheels start coming off. Um, But actually keeping yourself as a project manager um, on most of them works. And surprisingly, it's going to seem like a really analogue tip, but I have a, as much as you can have all the tools in the world, the Monday boards and (laughs) Slack and all of that, I find, because I'm a peripheral writer, a prolific writer, and so I have one of those notebooks with the different um, divider sections. And so each project has their own section but in the same notebook mm. so that all the notes from phone calls and questions all go into that project section so that when, which will inevitably happen, I'll be working on the podcast or so I'm working on the debt um, project and the other project phones in and asks for something. <laughs> then you need to be able to flip between them quite quickly. Um, and so for me, having this notebook with the different um, sections for each project helps me to flick the switch in my mind very quickly. Um, so I don't know whether everybody will agree, but for me, that has been a lifesaver.
1: You know, that I, as you're talking, I'm just like, man, that's what I'm missing in my life. I used to always do that. Exactly what you're talking about, I used to do. And as you were talking through it, I'm thinking, you know, I think I'm bringing that back into my life. I mean, I'm kind of a Trello board user, so I've got different lists and things on that, but there's just something about writing it down. Um, In it, it, psychologically, there's a lot of reasons why that works as well. But just for the fact of knowing it's just right there and you can just jot it down wherever you are, I think that that's, I think it's really a practical tip too. Oh. So, um, okay. So let's, let's talk tools just real quick. I, speaking of, um, let's geek out for a minute on like what your favorite tools are for podcasting and how, uh, like what kind of equipment you're using and things like that. And I'm, I'm a total, I totally think people should not put a ton of money into their beginning equipment because you're really testing. You're still in the moment of like, Proof of concept, you know, where are we going to go from here? Who's our audience? And then like upgrade, you know, because it's like, okay, I got it. I know where I'm going to podcast from. I know how I'm going to do this. But also I know everybody asks, they're always like, what microphone do you use? What headphones do you use? Like what? So, so share with us, what microphone do you use, Leanne?
0: Um. So I am not so geeky about the microphones because I don't know what it's called. What is this one? <laughs> oh Okay. Okay. Good. It, it, it's a toner, actually. There we go. It's okay. There we go. Um, and, and yes, exactly. I mean, everybody was like, Oh, Tiffany, the Tiffany mic. And, um, everyone
1: loved <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Okay. So the listeners don't know our joke, but, um, yeah. So the microphone that I got, you know, we jokingly in our own group call it the Tiffany mic, but, um, it used to be called the Joe Rogan mic. <laughs> <But> <laughs> Thank you, Leanne, Though I love it, I love it that you call it that. <laughs> but no, don't get one yet. Like I had a Yeti forever, and in fact, I kept it. But it broke, and I used it broken for like eight episodes. So um, you know, you, I I think you're doing it great. I think you're doing it just right. You're starting with you have to use an, a different mic than your built-in computer mic so that's good uh you have a pop filter which is awesome so good job but no don't jump up yet it's not
0: yeah. you'll so get it. Was, the... it was interesting um so my first interview because you had said don't use the computer uh mic the built-in mic and i oh, we've got one and i said to my i said to james um i need a technique mic so you don't need <laughs> a technique <tippy> mic someone's <laughs>
1: got one says, oh you my gosh
0: <laughs> we've got one um oh I don't have it here um it's one of those with the fluffy thing on the top oh he said, yeah he says this one will be fun all right <laughs> I won't give you the mic. Anyway, oh, my anyway I, I love you guys thank you <laughs> <laughs> my first interview arrives and he's like here's the mic plug it in it was at that point that I realized that because my I'd upgraded my laptop it doesn't have a mic jack anymore um it only has USB connections. Oh. Anyway, I was, I was allowed to order a new mic, except okay. I was have allowed to choose if you chose it. <laughs> so that I didn't spend <laughs> <connection>. So
1: is <laughs> it does it have a USB connector then? USB okay. connector. Perfect, perfect. Awesome. So do you use any earbuds or headphones or anything yet?
0: No, I don't actually. Um I did read on your checklist that I should do, uh, but I find I don't like the sound it kind of echoes in my head and I find that quite distracting. So I prefer not to use that, but I will give it a try as well.
1: Okay. Okay, good. And honestly, the, the reason you want to use earbuds and I don't hear it now, like I think you sound great, but um, you know, when your speaker sends out the sound, it goes into the microphone. And so it doesn't, it's not a clean sound. So that's why it's, it's really good. But yeah, I have to get, I, like I use, um, I know podcasters who are listening, who are real, there's a lot of audio geeks out there that I respect. However, um, I'm not going to wear headphones (laughs) yet. Um, and so I, I do have like in-ear monitors is what I use, but, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, in the beginning, just, you know, like I, like I always say, it's like, don't put a bunch of money into it and then, then you'll get used to them and then you can go from there and see what you like. So, so and then you use Zoom for your interviews, is that
0: correct? For your remote interviews? I do, yes, but a little baby told me that. Uh is it screencast? Squadcast. Or... Squadcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they come out with some funky stuff in uh, November, I think. Um yeah. so if that happens. Um, but for the moment Zoom works really well. It connects um where it's supposed to drop, you know, drops the recording straight in my Dropbox where I need it so that I can um, keep people all the automations.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So, so looking at your podcast end to end, what is your favorite tool that you use? Um, podcast technician system.
0: Oh,
1: that's so <laughs> awesome. That just makes me so happy. Now, as soon as we get off this call, we're going to, I'm, You know, I I told you like we're gonna have our our my what I call my selfish questions is which is what we do right after our interview, but we will also be talking about how to make this setup easier so we can streamline the rest of it. (laughs) So my brain is already working. I'm like, I gotta, you know, we'll we'll stick with this, but that's awesome. Thank you for saying podcast ignition system. So what else? What is another tool that you're just that you really like that has been really helpful? Um
0: for podcasting specifically.
1: Uh, or just a tool that's made podcasting more simple for you. Just, you can use it in any capacity. It doesn't have to be for the interview, but just in some mm-hmm. framework um, of podcasting.
0: I, I think, I think, uh, probably first street actually, um, because I've never used, uh, funnily enough, I must've looked at it at some point in the last few years because I had an account set up, um, but obviously didn't really go into it. But it, it's actually an amazing um, programme in terms of keeping what you can put in there, the amount of detail, the checklist, how you can add your conditioning. Um, and I know you and I are both um, system geeks. We love <laughs> You know, there's a high level as well. And, um, but I think out of all the things that ties it together, process Street has been brilliant. And then I don't know whether we can call them a tool. Um in in the UK that could be an insult, but it's really not meant that way. Um, is the level nine um VAs. So they the team are-
1: the team part of the team aspect, um, level yeah. nine, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. But- I mean, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, in the US that would be an insult also, but I know that's okay. not how you mean it. <laughs> But as far as, but I see what you mean, like the team is a huge part of it. So do you want to share a little bit about how you have put your team together to help you with your podcast? Because the whole idea as a podcaster is to not have like you you should just do your interview and leave. Like that's the whole point of the setup being more complex, but the team is such a huge part of it afterwards How have you, or how, how is your team right now? And then how do you envision it to be to really help make that happen for you? So all you have to do is really show up to the interview.
0: I think they've been great. Um, I I think the, the the first month we've just completed our first month um, with the team and it's, it's a bit of a learning process in terms of giving the instruction, um, understanding the capabilities and the limitations, um, you know, it's, it's one thing saying yes, we can do graphic design, but it's a completely different um thing for them to interpret what mm-hmm. I need. And um, so, so that's that's just a learning curve thing. Um, but in terms of being able to, what once a lot of the the interview is done, um, pushing pushing the um transcriptions, pushing the graphics, um, and then having that distribution. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, creating content is one thing. Um, and I can do that in the evenings, no problem, But or, you know, on weekends if you really want to. But in terms of being able to actually distribute it consistently, I think that's where the team's uh, power really comes in Um, because, you know, clients need their attention, so we do, and that's what we've done for the last two, three, four years, is we're so busy creating content and, building things for our clients and doing their websites and um, their email campaigns, that, you know, Cobbler has no shoes. Um, we never have time to do our own. Mm-hmm. And this this ensures that we have a consistent um, program of content going out. So I think that's where the team's uh, power really comes in.
1: I love it. I love it. Well, awesome. Well, I could literally talk to you about this all day. I just, um, I, I feel like we both have the same feeling about technology and processes. So um, it's just been delightful to talk to you. I really like to uh, what you had to share about how to push through and get get your podcast going in a way that. you'll get the most out of it. You have some really great tools to share and ways that you're able to push through all the rest of the things that are going on from work to family, but also having a project like a new podcast to begin and really get off the ground in an amazing way. Um, Is there anything that I didn't ask that maybe I should have, but uh, that you'd like to share with
0: everyone? No, I think we've covered everything. Um, I just want to say that no, if you didn't pay me to say podcast ignition. <laughs> um, I think you know what there, there's there's so many there's so many marketing tools out there, and and there's so many. You should have a YouTube channel. You should have a Facebook. You should have a podcast. You should have this, 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 and this. Um, but actually, you know, having working with you has really enabled me to have a podcast um, in a meaningful way not just another place to half heartedly do something. Mm. Um, so, you know, it, it really, I think if it wasn't for the podcast ignition system, we probably wouldn't have pursued it because there is just, we just don't know enough. Um, and, mm-hmm. it, and it's changing all the time. So at least we have someone to hold our hands.
1: Oh, well, it's just been a pleasure. And thank you so much for all that. I just, I'm humbled and I'm just grateful. So I, I don't even know how to talk anymore. Cause I'm like, wait, we usually just talk about like your stuff. So, so I do appreciate it. That's it, it's just so much fun. And it's really my favorite thing. I can't believe that for a living, I get to help people podcast and do interviews and get their content out and, I just get to geek out about processes and automation in the background and hand it over. So, um, so thank you. It's just been so much fun. Um, okay, I have one more question. It's super important. My totally favorite question. And I know you love to cook, you love food. So I'm excited to ask you, where is your favorite restaurant that you like to go to? And
0: what do you order when you go there? Well, had you asked me, about a month ago, I probably would have had 10 different options. But we went up to Loch Fine in Scotland, um, not so long ago, and a friend of mine said you have to go to the starfish restaurant in Tarbert. And we're like, okay, when we arrived, it's this very, very quaint little village with nothing but two restaurants. <laughs> um and we ordered the prawns, the grilled prawns with lemon butter and garlic. yeah. they you could taste the freshness. The, uh. they were straight from the sea. Um and it was just I would I would have gone back the next night if they were open. <laughs> they were closed <laughs> the next night. And when we'd finished eating our meal, the table next to us um was two gentlemen who had ordered hot. Half- for love, want that for dessert? Oh. <laughs> it was just the I would go back, do the five hour drive, just that. <laughs> that's
1: awesome. That's awesome. Well, Leanne, so before we go, can you just let everybody know where they can
0: find you and who do you help exactly? So you can find us at helpingaccountantsgrow.com or collectyourdebt.com. Um, those are our two interesting projects to share at the moment. Um, who do we help specifically is we help accountants who want to grow their practices and who want to support their business clients to get paid. Mm,
1: love it. Love it. Well, awesome. Well, thank you, Leanne, so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so
0: much for having me. It's been great fun.
1: Yes. Yes. And thanks so much to everyone for listening. Thank you to our outstanding team. And remember the best really is yet to come. Happy podcasting. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks again for listening and happy podcasting.